well, 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 Merry Christmas, Calvary Church. Come on, who's glad to be in God's house on Christmas Day? Before we go any further, does everybody have your kids back? And are you sure they're your kids? Any kid not with your parents, please yell now. We want to make sure everyone gets back to mom and dad to get to the right house today. Did you guys enjoy Pastor Michael Grove and the kids doing a great job? So I wanted to have all the adults come sit on the stage. The problem is once you get down, you won't get back up till New Year's, I'm just saying. You know, that's gonna go. You know, Christmas is a great time, right? We love to get together and thank you for coming out today. What a great crowd today on Christmas Day in the house of God. Give yourselves a big hand. And for all those online, come on, big hand, online crowd. Come on, big hand for the online crowd. Good to have you guys as well. Who has already opened up Christmas gifts? You're done, you've already done the deed, it's over. Come on, you're done with it. All right, who has yet to partake of the great event called opening gifts? Who, man. So if I preach three hours, you're good with that, right? Because you don't really have nothing to do today. Who has already made your dinner? Who's got dinner already cooked? Come on, who's got dinner cooked? Yeah, all right, or I guess lunch or whatever you call it. Who, who has to go home and cook still? Who has, who forgot to buy any food and you're gonna hope there's a drive-through somewhere open today? You're gonna be at the gas station get, getting taquitos and Cheetos for, for Christmas because you forgot to stop and get some food. You know what's cool about Christmas is uh, every tree has some gifts underneath it, typically in uh, modern fashion and how we often do Christmas at my house in particular. We always have some, some things this year. So this year my wife, uh, she put the, the clamp on how much I could spend on her for Christmas. And so I, I thought I will outsmart her by saying, honey, you're gonna only open two things. And so I went and bought these big bags that could hold lots of gifts each bag. You see what's happening here? And then I could stack them full. And so the entire month I said, honey, you're going to op only open two things. And by definition, it was true, but they were full of stuff. So that's where you get outsmart them, guys. When your wife puts a cap on you, think bigger picture here. And, and be creative and, and find ways to package more gifts into less bags. That way you can say, it's just two things you're opening. That's all it is. By definition, I was not lying. But you think about this. We probably have a, a gift under the tree somewhere, and maybe you've already opened that gift. But what's unique about a single gift is it's just for you. Right? It's typically for you. You might have a gift that's a shared gift or a family gift or this or that. But by and large, it's a gift that is just going to have your name on it and it's going to be from so-and-so, from Marty to Becky, from, uh, from whoever you might be to whoever you're giving a gift to. But the cool thing about Christmas is that Jesus was not just a gift just for me. Oh, yeah, he was, but not just for me. He was certainly a gift for me and a gift to me, but he was a son born unto us. Anybody here part of the us crowd today? Who is... Come on, who all is in the us conversation? So I want to take a moment today and read you a couple of verses, and I want to correct some bad theology you just saw with the, uh, with the Star Wars Jesus going on up here. I want to make sure you guys all know that Jesus is not Yoda. I want to clarify that because somebody here is going, I love this church. It's a Star Wars church. We're coming back next week for sure. 
And of course, I had to look at my kid and go, is, is Yoda Star Wars or Star Trek? I could not recall which one it was. I knew it was Star something because I don't, anyway. Um, let me give you some verses real fast, just some quick verses as just kind of a, uh, just kind of a, a platform and then kind of give you some thoughts for Christmas today. I know we have a lot of moving parts and I know you can't wait to get home. So here we go. Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. This is written seven, everybody say 700 years. Now think about this. This was written that far in advance of the birth of Christ. Here we go. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of the increase or the expansion of his government, there will be no end of his peace as well. It says, upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order and establish it with just judgment and justice from this time forevermore forward, the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform this. Then you go over to Luke chapter 2. Quickly, we see the angels and the shepherds come on the scene. And the angels said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news which will cause great joy for all people. Everybody say all people. All of us, all people today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find the baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company in the heavenly host appear with the angel praising God and saying, come on, say out loud, one, two, three, glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth, peace to those whom his favor rests. You go over to Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. The, the Magi from the east, they've come to find this king of the Jews that they may go and do what? Worship him. Now fast forward to the life of Jesus Christ in Matthew's gospel. Jesus is talking to his disciples. He looks at Peter and says, who do you say that I am? And Peter says, you you, not anybody else, just you. You are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you. This was not a earthly revelation, he's saying, but this was given to you by my Father in heaven. Now just put all this together just quickly today for a 10-minute for a sermon. I want you to know I can preach a sermon in 10 minutes but it won't happen next week, don't worry about that. <laughs> Christmas reminds us that God keeps his promise. Every promise in this book is true and God has already fulfilled it or will fulfill it in his time frame because our God keeps his promise. Secondly, from Christmas we understand that God has a plan for peace on earth. Every time you hear somebody talk about world peace, or peace on the earth, or peace and harmony amongst communities, or the nations, or the, the, the peoples of society. God's already given us that plan. It's found in Jesus Christ. He is the peace giver. He is the one that brought peace. He can do that today. If we'll simply do life God's way, there will be peace on the earth because God gave that to us with the birth of his son, Jesus Christ. Do life God's way, you'll find peace in your life. Christmas reminds us that the only effective response to Jesus is worship. That's it. We worship, everybody say worship. 
Now worship is not just a song, it's not just a dance, it's not just music. Worship is worth-ship. You're giving him his due. You're saying the entirety of my life is, is because of you. Everything I have is yours, God. Listen, let me help you today. This life is not yours, it's not mine. This is all his. He's the great giver of all good gifts from above. He is a good God, he's a loving father, he's a caring friend, and Jesus today is worthy of of our highest worship, not just this day, but every day. Jesus is alive. He is born. God with us, not just at Christmas, but every day of your life. Christmas tells us that Jesus is worthy of our highest form of worship, giving him his due from our life. And then the fourth idea we get behind Christmas is that the proclamation, we see this in Matthew's gospel, the proclamation that Jesus is the son of God is the assignment for every believer in the local church today. We are to live our life with the confession that comes out every day. I gotta tell you, as a father, as a husband, there's nothing I find greater value in in this temporal life. I love to introduce people to my wife and my kids. I love it. I love to say to people, have you met my wife yet? She goes, Marty, you've introduced me to that person seven times. I'm like, I know. I just love saying, have you met my wife yet? Because I'm pretty lucky to be standing here right about now. Amen. My kids, have you met my sons yet? Because I love my guys. Now think about this. If I feel that for an earthly relationship, how much more should we live a life to introduce people to the Son of God? How much more? So what do we do with all this? And we're done in 40 seconds. Here we go. What is our response to God? First of all, trust God's word. I wanna challenge you, Calvary Church, as we go into the next year, can you believe 2023 is just a few days away? I wanna challenge you, let this be the year that you completely and totally trust God's promises. Every one of them, you say, Marty, which ones? Well, we're not gonna divide them up. All of them. Old Testament, New Testament, yes. Law, prophets, yeah. The letters, yes. History, yes. All of it, everybody say all of it. Trust God's word this next year coming up. When God speaks, just say yes. Second response, be a person that brings peace by glorifying God. When you live a life that glorifies God, you'll bring peace to the earth. I'm gonna say it again. Be a person that brings peace by glorifying God. If you'll live a life that glorifies God, you'll bring peace in every part of your life, in your family, in your marriage, in your relationships, in your community, in your city, in your state. When you glorify God, you'll bring peace to this earth because Jesus brought peace with his arrival upon the earth. Our third response is live a life of worship. He is worthy. Come on, say he's worthy. I'm 40 seconds over time. Here we go. He is worthy. Last thing we can do, what's our response to this message of Christmas? We can live a life that proclaims every day that the Son of God was born. The Son of God was born. <laughs>